New Pod World Order. Man, fuck Tyler Perry. Yeah, can we have a movie with, you know, characters in them instead of stereotypes wrapped in Christian dogma? Why is every educated person inherently evil? Why is this nigga in a motherfucking dress all the motherfucking time? How come the only black movies Hollywood wants to make are ones with black mammies in fat suits? Or black women in pain, man. So basically, we got black people dying in the past and black people dying in the present. Most people are here to see Fang Nine. It's got two chains in it. person i don't know what you got you're swigging cough syrup so that means it's probably infectious and airborne it's not airborne look at that it looks like motor oil what it is motor oil. <laughs> i've never seen that is that the day quill ah! did i grab the right one oh fuck it's nasty <laughs> yeah it's medicine it's supposed to be gross Episode 47, sticking with Stucky, I'm Tim, almost dead. <laughs> Tim, almost dead Stucky. Yeah. I'm Chris, recently infected, and today we have, uh, what was it, We the People by Tribe Called Quest, that's yeah. the song. And the clip was from <coughs> Dear, Dear White People. Dear White People. The most racist movie I've ever seen. <laughs> See, that's why. I, that's why I brought up. Have you yeah. seen the movie? No. <laughs> of course. We're gonna get into it. Tell me what. Tell me what happened to you the other day, because it made me laugh. Huh? Tell me what happened to you uh, yesterday, because we were supposed to record this yesterday. We're recording it the day of. We're dropping it. Yeah. <clears throat> tell me what happened. Huh? Tell me what happened. Tell well, me how long you've been sick. I've been sick since Sunday. I told you, I woke up with, like, my nose burning. Yeah, because we were supposed to do it on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work. Yeah, because Rocket and then didn't got show. Sick. <laughs> Rocket didn't show up. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just go. So I went and hung out with Courtney. And I woke up the next morning, and my nose is burning. 
and my chest is kind of on fire. I was like, I know I'm going to get sick, dog. I, yeah. I, I can feel you it. feel it creeping up. Yeah. yeah. I feel that right now. It's in, my, it's in my throat right. being around you. But it's not. It, I'm not infectious. <clears throat> I'm not. There's nothing infectious. You're just getting sympathy cold pains. No, no, no. It's no. called sympathy cold pains. <laughs> I need to be in one of those outbreak suits. A.K.A. <laughs> Ernie started this business. He had the flu. So I took his route. So I take it Saturday uh-huh. for him. You know, and I'm running it. I'm okay. Sunday, I had off, and then that's when I started feeling yeah, ill. Yeah, it's been, Monday, <laughs> it was I find out he body. has freaking the flu, so I was like, okay, well, I'll go, uh, I'm doing his job, so I'm working it Monday. I get, midday, I take some DayQuil, I'm like, okay, I take a nap, and I go Excuse straight me. back to work. And by the, by the end of the day, it's like six something. I'm starting to get the shivers in the truck. <laughs> in the truck from your fever? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And At I'm least like, I know what's going to happen I'm to like, me. this is not good. I think I, I'm either going to die driving this truck home. <laughs> You're not going to die. It's just a cold. And then I'm having to stay extra amount Hopefully. of time in that. Like, that, I was having to stay. Oh, is that guy back at work? No. Oh, he's God. Not back oh God. What is this? He's not coming back till Thursday. What is this disease you're just giving me? I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, like, during that day, like, Paul, his son, like, there's Ernie and Paul, right? I'm taking Ernie's route because he's sick. Right. Paul's his son. We're both in the car coughing <laughs> and feeling like shit. He infected you both. So, Ernie is patient Ernie, zero. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, So if you're Paul, getting this CDC, this is I where said, it started. I don't know if we're going to be able to do this tomorrow. I said, because when I drop this bullshit off, I'm going straight to the ER. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. That's what happened. I can't believe I came into this place. I dropped that truck off, and A, Lance, the dispatch guy, goes, what you got, the bird flu? It just like yelled it across the thing. What you got, the bird flu? I can feel it already getting into me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So I start pushing the mail out, and then I just go get in the truck and park it. And I went straight to the hospital. And I sat there for four hours for them to go, you have ear infection. Uh-huh. Have you had any more problems with your ears? <laughs> they pop all the time. I'm going to have to... And I was like... And I told the doctor, I said, don't little kids get this ear infection? Well, I'm too old to be getting ear infections. Maybe you're just old enough, your immune system is But, but I was so sick yesterday, like, we couldn't do it. Yeah, you called me as soon as I got off work. You're like, hey, man, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. <laughs> I was so sick yesterday, like, I was super sick. And then, uh... I was like, at all? And you're like, well, maybe we can do it later on today. So, I get... I finally get. I tell you, all right, get some rest, recharge yeah. your batteries. I tell up. you, I just, I tell you how, how fucked off I was <laughs> from leaving the hospital to go put in my, my medication. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop breathing <laughs> on me with your laughter. I, I, I feel so bad. <laughs> it's so funny though. I feel so bad, but it's so funny. Cause see, I'm like deadly sick. I can't go get my medicine, so I, I'm calling on other people to go get my medicine. Right. And I'm like, oh, I put it in at Walgreens. I'm thinking like, hey, I put it in at Walgreens. Like that's my mind. Like I know I put it in at Walgreens. So I had my, I called my mother and said, hey, can you go get my shit? 
my medicine for me. So she's in Walgreens yelling at the people about why they don't have my prescription. And da 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 da. And finally, like about noon, I'm like, I call CVS. And it's in there. <laughs> it's like across the street from there. <laughs> so she had been going to Walgreens yelling at Dressing them down. <laughs> Where's my son's medicine? He's on death's door. And all she did was go across the street <laughs> to where I put it in. At. No, all she had to do was go where you actually sent it in at. That's. But I felt so bad because I was like, it's at Walgreens for sure. <laughs> it wasn't there at all. It was not there at all. That's that 102 fever. Yeah, it was at CVS the whole time. Making you have fever dreams. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, so I finally get some medicine in me, uh-huh. and we're going to do the podcast. I'm like, okay, I feel a little better. But not really. <laughs> but not so good. Yeah. My boss calls me, and he's like, hey, Tim, you want to make some money? And I'm like, yeah, I suppose, you know, at least it'll make up for the six hours I missed today or right, right. seven. He's like, I need you to run the Tyler. This is at like seven something at night. Now, what happened to that person? Sickness? Yeah. Yeah. My boss is also sick. You're all sick. infected. My boss is also sick. So that means everybody who gets their mail is going to be infected. You started an outbreak. So, no. so I had to go pick up the new truck. Oh, I get sucky. there. I get there, right? Mm-hmm. The gate's locked. There's no way I can get in the motherfucker. And your body's There's another achy. truck driver. Yeah, there's another you're truck mad. driver there. That can't get his truck in there to switch out trucks. Right. And I'm like, I don't know the gate gate code. It's raining. Yeah. And the other truck driver's like, do you know the gate code? I'm like, no. And finally some guy lets us in. So I finally find, I park our truck, and then I find, I call my boss. I'm like, hey, I need the, the truck number. Right. He's like, oh, I forgot to give you that. And then I go over there and I find the truck. I can't get in it. It's freaking locked. <laughs> There's no keys to even open it. Right. None. So what'd you do? He called the supervisor, and then that guy comes up there and gives me the keys to start the truck. Another guy you infected? Yeah. <laughs> and he had just got out of the gym, so when I shook his hand, I'm like, oh man, you're going to get sick. Uh-huh. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so he gives me he gives me the keys, and I get in the truck, and I'm driving it down the road, and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so horrible. I was like, I used to love Tyler, Texas. But not driving there but sick. But not driving here sick or driving back. And I'm glad you texted me, because I, like, I was like a minute away from your house, and I'm only two minutes away from your house. And then you're like, hey, man, I got to go. Uh, they called me in, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. You're like, they called in the sick guy? Yeah. Well, well, number one, I'm the only other person that knows where the rider place is to get the trucks. Oh. So it's like either you got to call the sick guy that had no Valentine's Day plans mm-hmm. or call, or, or the boss had to drive up there and get it, and right. he's sick. So which one are you going to call? Yeah, you're going to call your driver. Yeah, you're going to call you're your driver boss. and be like, I got Valentine's Day playing with my sick wife. So you're so you're sick. You're pissed. You're driving all the way to Tyler. Oh, tell him what you were doing in the truck. <laughs> I kept coughing and sneezing and shit on accident. <laughs> I was you and your germs everywhere. <laughs> I would have to do that. I would do the. Uh, I would do the Batman thing. Yeah, the I go <laughs> and I, I cuss. You know, sneezing to your elbow. Because every time I sneeze and stuff, I cuss on accident. Yeah. It's like a Tourette's thing. 
So I don't. Whoever gets that truck next is probably going to be sick too. Another person you infected. Infection. I'm not patient zero. This is Ernie's yeah. fault. But I've gotten Courtney sick. But I'm telling you, all you guys just got sympathy sickness. I don't believe that's what it, it is. Because you're sitting here going, I've heard your, throat are you <clears throat> I've heard your story. All these people are dropping like flies. <laughs> you got some kind of Ebola. It's the Ziki. Yeah, you got the Ziki. You're trying to give me the Ziki. <laughs> but I'm drinking some orange juice. I got some Oh, yeah, tell We're outside smoking. <laughs> and he goes to take a leak beside his house, and he goes, Man, my pee is orange. It looks like apple juice. <laughs> I go, you're dehydrated, man. You need to drink water. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, that's that's why you're... No, no, I just need some orange juice. I was like, and you're taking that meds? That's really bad on your kidneys, man. Who says? <laughs> Doctors. <laughs> Doctors say that. I don't believe you in this. You don't gotta believe me. They already figured it out. <laughs> I don't need no... I don't need a stick of Atwood's water. Just drink the water. It's all we got in there is Atwood's water. I don't want any of that. It's water. That's what your body needs, man. It's some bullshit. That's just been in... Look, man, I used to work for Pepsi. I know. We would leave those waters out there for weeks on end. Where? On pallets. Outside? Yeah. In, in the, the, in the in elements? The, yes. <laughs> oh, no. So when you'd, always, you, when you'd bring those, <laughs> you'd have to cut the plastic and then bring them in. They'd be all dusty on top of stuff. Yeah. That's why I always No, it's not lids. even that. I know from the the the, the sun. Oh, leaching into the, from the plastic into the water. Yeah, heating the plastic and then it getting super cold. There's some, yeah, you're going to get some kind of weird shit from it. I can't remember what the number is. I think it's like D3 or whatever. You can it's look at the like, bottom. Those are the ones that leach. It's kind of like when you buy eggs at the store. When I used to work the dairy department at Walmart, all these people come in there and be like, oh my gosh, I need, I want the freshest eggs you got. And I just want to go to the people like, look, man. Those things probably sit in a warehouse like a month prior, <laughs> and then we finally get them, and they just cracked a date on there just to make you feel better. Yeah, that's it. Same thing with the milk. But eggs, like, you don't have to have them refrigerated. Like, they don't refrigerate them in other countries, and people eat them, and they're okay. But we're the only ones, oh, are those eggs cold? I can't have hot <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Shut up. You'll be all right. They came out but hot. But I know it. They came out hot of a hot chicken butt. <laughs> and they're supposed to be incubated to where they become chicks. No, they got to be fertilized. Those are never fertilized, the ones that we eat. Well, they're not sure? supposed to be anyways. Have you ever ate the, the garden eggs? Garden eggs? Like the ones that are brown? Like free range? Yeah, man, I like yeah, them. Those are good. Those are the best. Those are really good. Those are the best. I wouldn't mind getting a bunch of chickens... Oh, chicken! Oh, chicken! Oh, chicken! Get a bunch of chickens and start getting some garden. Ooh, rice chicken! <laughs> Ooh, rice! <laughs> it's a little awkward taking on your I watched that the other night. I watched that episode. The, the, the voodoo guy? Yeah, where they killed Shake and put him in a video game. Chicken, no rice! No, he killed himself! <laughs> Just to be in the Just video game. Just to mess game. with me, one. And then. Arise, chicken! <laughs> and then they couldn't get him back and 
That's why I quit playing the video game anyway. <laughs> and that stupid baby all does is cry. <laughs> that devil baby. I had something crazy happen to me last night at work, bro. What happened? Well, I almost had a heart attack. It was so scary. This is the ghost on the fourth level. <laughs> That's You know, I never bought into that stuff, right? Because that guy died there. Or he killed himself there. But I never bought into it. But <laughs> when that stuff was happening to me, I was like, Oh, maybe this is a ghost. <laughs> Oh, the ghost. What happened? The ghost of the hotel. <laughs> what happened? All right, so, you know, when you work nights, nobody, nobody's there with you. Yeah. Naturally, sometimes you got to take a dump. Mm-hmm. So you lock it up and you go in the bathroom. Well, our little area where they have the uh, personnel bathroom. Yeah. Our personal one. <clears throat> it's connected to the outside hallway where... You go back into the hotel, and then there's, like, a back room where the housekeeping is. Yeah. So I'm in there, and I'm taking the dump, right? And then I start hearing some voice talking, like, like low and kind of like, which is not a big deal to me because it happens, like, sometimes people Could come be. up there and they'll be like, hello, <laughs> where you at? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's a customer. So I had to do, like, the quick wipe. Oh no! Where you don't get it all, and you know, as soon as and you take like, that, as soon as you take that first step, and you can feel it, squish on the ass Yeah, you can feel it a little bit. So I'm like walking up there, and I'm like, like oh, oh, I hope this guy doesn't let me. Yeah, please just, please just let me. Yeah, because I have to go back in there with a with a wipe and wipe it again. Yeah, that's what I had to do. So I go out. I'm pissed. I got, I got, I got crap somewhere. I don't know where it's at. But I got a little smudge and I can feel it, so I walked it's not, the- And it's on your underwear, too, now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm so angry. <laughs> it's, on, it's on your underwear, so now anytime you sit down, it's going to press up against your butt. I know, bro. I know. But I'm just... The only thing I'm glad, the only silver lining of this whole thing is... <coughs> is that I took a dump before this happened, because if I didn't, I probably would have grabbed my pants. So I run out there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there, dude. Oh, man. And I'm like, all right, I guess they got pissed. Or sometimes if I'm not out there and they're trying to get something from the sweet shop, they'll just leave their money and go. Or I guess steal it if if I'm not there. But uh, so I'm like, man, I I jumped up and got poop on me for nothing. (laughs) So I, I go back to the bathroom. I finish my wipe down. I clean it all up. Yeah. But it never feels, you never feel clean. You don't feel clean anymore. Nope. So while nope. I'm in there and I'm doing my wipe, I hear the I hear the voice talking again. <laughs> oh man! And I go, whoa! What was? Oh. So I, I I go out again. I check the front, make sure. All right, nobody's there. So I go, well, where? I know I heard something. Where'd it come from? So I go into the housekeeping thing, right? And I flip the light on, and I'm looking down there, and I'm checking all around, and I go all the way down to the end of the room, yeah, <clears throat> where the little housekeeping uh, closet is, where they yeah. keep all the supplies. And I don't see anything, and I make sure the door's locked. It's the radio playing air supply. <laughs> no. <laughs> then I hear the voice again. No. And I whip around, and I don't see anybody. And I'm like, what? What is this? And then I walk over. I'm, like, slowly creeping out of there trying to get away. <laughs> and then I get by. Uh, we got these two huge, like, enormous dryers to dry all those linens in time. Yeah. So I'm walking past the last one, and I hear that voice coming from the, the dryer. And I'm like, what is going on? And I look in there, I don't see anything. And I go, 
oh man, somebody must be like because it's so big, it reaches yeah. past the wall, and they had to build on like a little wall with a door. So yeah. if maintenance needs to get in there, they got to go out of the property, outside into the darkness. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking somebody might be in there. So I'm Did like, you go check? Yeah, nobody. No, so I needed to find something first, but there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in there but like bed sheets, unless I want to go out there like a Scooby Doo villain <laughs> wearing a big bed sheet. <laughs> so I look over and I see uh, one of those little motorized vacuum cleaner, not motorized, yeah. but one of the ones you just roll that has no motor in it. Yeah. And I unscrew the handle off, and I'm like, "All right, yeah, this has got some weight to it." <laughs> and I go out there with a the flashlight, and I'm peeking around the door. And then I look and I see the door for, to where the uh, to get in there yeah. is open, and there's light coming on. Oh, <laughs> there's no. like and there's voices coming out of there, and I'm like, oh, "All right, okay, okay." So I open the door. I'm like, "Hey, hey, you guys gotta get out!" <laughs> right? <laughs> and nobody answers me, but they just keep talking. So I like creep in there. Like, cause I was trying to be, like... You're trying to be sneaky. No, I wasn't trying to be sneaky. I was trying to, like, scare them. <laughs> like, use a, use a low tone of voice. Maybe I'll scare them. No, you gotta use a affirmative Yeah, tone. That, that that's what I meant. So I was like, hey, what, what, who, who's in here? But they never answered, which made me even more scared. <laughs> so I, I creep around to the where the big, first big uh, dryer is. And I uh, whip around, and... It's open. The dryer's open. Yeah. And there's one of those clock radios. Like, the maintenance is working on it, right? Yeah. And it's this guy. It, it was on, like, a Mexican station. I guess it was, like, talk radio, and it was this Mexican guy uh, just talking. <laughs> like, he was, like, doing these, like, real long pauses before he would talk. Bala, 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 bala. And then he would, like, wait. Why did they leave the door open? That's what I was thinking. He must have forgot that and forgot. I thought he was going to come back and just left or whatever. So I go. You're thinking ghosts. Yeah, I'm going to like unplug it and take it back in there, and then I hear something moving on the other (laughs) side, and I grab my thing right, and I'm like, "All right, this is it. This is gonna happen. I can hit him with this. I I will fight to the death. Yeah, I can hit him with this. I can harpoon him with this and hit him with a flashlight. I've never been in a real fight in my life, but I'm gonna win. Oh no, no, no! I've been in enough fights. (laughs) Now I got weapons. They're in trouble. So I hear something moving on the other side. And I turn around, and I go over, and I... It's a raccoon. Yeah, it's a the biggest raccoon I've ever seen. <laughs> the biggest, <laughs> fattest raccoon I ever see. And, like, as soon as I, like, turn around, I, I, like, cross over, and I look back to, like, see back in there. What happened? The raccoon and me lock eyes. But as soon as we do, <laughs> the, the radio, I didn't get to turn off cuts to a commercial and so this like mariachi music comes blaring in and I start freaking out and I like jump like real fast and it starts and it scares the raccoon so he starts like running back and forth back and forth trying to find a way out but he can't and then he looks at me and sees I'm like, like I'm, I'm going this way I'm about to give you rabies yeah, that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking like, because he can't find a way out, so he comes charging at me, and I'm, like, poking at him, like, trying to harpoon him with this thing. Yeah, let it go through. I was scared. <laughs> I knew it's got rabies. You know what they do when you got rabies, bro? 
You get a tetanus shot. You get like 20 of them. Yeah, you'll be okay. You get rabies shots, not tetanus shots. Yeah. You get like 20 shots in your gut. 20 tetanus shots. So he's in fight or flight mode, so I'm thinking he might bite me, and I'm not going to get rabies. I'll harpoon him first. I don't care. My uncle one time got... A, a, a raccoon fell into his boot when we were coon hunting. <laughs> fell in his boot? Yeah, because we had like all these coon dogs out around the tree. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to get the, the raccoon and catch it, you know. Right. But it fell into his boot and was just attacking his leg. <laughs> That's what this one was doing. It was like... It was like swatting its little finger gloves at me, <laughs> like trying <laughs> its little hands at me. What if it? What if it got up and started talking like rocket? No, dude. Like, did you know raccoons don't hiss, bro? I thought they hissed. No, they go rah. No, this thing let out like it was letting out like this super low, deep growl at me, like and. And like I was like, oh god, I've never heard a raccoon do this. So now I'm like really trying to like back you, devil, back you, little bandit. And what happened was, uh, it was like, have you ever seen like two cats or two dogs go at it? Yeah. It's like seven seconds of super intense fighting, and then they just pause. Yeah. And they're like trying to figure out, all right, what are we doing? Are we still fighting or what? And then they usually go back at it. So that's what happened. It was like seven seconds of intense. Get back. And him coming at me and me keeping him back. And then uh, we just paused. And he looked at me and I looked at him. And I started like slowly backing away. <laughs> and he was watching me the whole time, dude. And I slowly backed in there, man. It was probably a female. My freaking heart was beating so fast, dude. And that stupid mariachi music was playing <laughs> the whole time. I thought about like locking we, him in there. We know I have a lot of... You know a lot about raccoons. Yes, because I've been around them a, <laughs> a lot. A lot of raccoon knowledge. <laughs> I have one that comes in the ports. You're the Jeff Corwin of raccoons. <laughs> There's one that comes on the porch, and I talk to it as it's eating the cat food that I put out. Right. Their little hands are so weird. Yeah, they sit there. Yeah, they're they, like... They, they eat a little bit, and then... And what's really... They're, they're, even though they carry rabies... But they're about the clean, cleanest clean freaks I've ever seen in my life because they, they dip their hands in water. They wash their little hands. Yeah, and then they'll start eating again. They like, can't have germs. And then they'll dip their hands in the water, and then they'll start eating again. That's crazy. Because they're, they're like a mixture of a dog and a cat, but with, like, people hands. <laughs> they're so weird. They're a marsupio. A marsupial? They're like a, the... They're in that family. Mm. They don't have a pouch, but they're that family because they got the hands. Are kangaroos marsupials? Yeah. Huh. I almost, ki- <laughs> I almost killed one. That's all I know. They're in that family. Dude, we got like a dumpster out there. Yeah, and you can you can catch one and have it as There's a, like, there'll as be a like pet. <laughs> There'll be like 15 of them in that dumpster at night. I'll be out there smoking and then I'll hit, the, like, I'll hit like a rock or something. Or I'll make like a noise and then like 15 little eyes will just look up at me. Look at those little bandits. Look, they look so cute, man. I want one as a pet. People do that, man. I don't know about down here, but you can have them as pets. They breed out. They breed them down so they're not as, like, crazy. But they're, like, uh... People got... I'd rather have a fox. You want a fox? Yeah, man. I think a fox would be cool. 
They're omnivores. They'll eat whatever. I like something that's... I don't know. Smart enough? <laughs> so a raccoon yeah, definitely You know work. where their habitats are? Where? Mixed forests, coastal marshes, and urban areas. Because <laughs> they're, they're bandits. <laughs> they're bandits. They go in and steal. They're in uh, Europe, Caucasia, and Japan. What? Where's Where's that at? Caucasian, alright. I was yeah. just making sure you said that right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just state for 65 days. And it's it's about America. the same. That's it. It's about the same amount of time a cat has a kit, a kitten. Like it they'll, they'll, it didn't say North America. Yeah, they're in North America. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It didn't, it's Wikipedia. I guess you can't trust them. Yeah, Wikipedia. Them. Fuck them. You don't know. Yeah, but you like the Wikipedia stuff. You're the Wikipedia <laughs> like movies, king. though. Yeah, like, but not like, like I couldn't go on. Not there. like actual research. Me and Jerry used to go on there and change Wikipedia. Yeah, but like movies, we'd make fake stuff up about people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we kept doing it to this one guy, and we we're making up like uh, that he was like the proprietor of this deal, and it got him fired from his job. He <laughs> <laughs> got him fired. <laughs> Because he was getting so mad because we were changing Wikipedia on him. Y'all are evil, man. Y'all are evil. Alright, so let's talk about Dear White People. Yeah, Dear White People. This movie that I've never seen that seems racist as I'll get out. <laughs> it seems like a, 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 a social justice warrior type movie that I probably would not care for. Exactly. Keep going. That's all you got? I'm sure you got some more. I'm sure that they put a lot of stupid stereotypes of their own culture in there that makes no sense. Just black people? Yeah. And then, oh, stereotypes of us, like everybody's either valley girls or boys. All right. Okay. And, uh, let's see what else. <laughs> the dumb jocks that are like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm so stupid. And then they probably put, like, the nerdy kid that sitting over there with his glasses while he pushes them away. My glasses are broke today. <laughs> My yeah, because every... I, look, I'm not saying it, it's a bad thing, but every time I've heard a black person do the, the white man voice, it's always that nerdy, My glasses. I always hear the uh, news reporter voice. Yeah. <laughs> when they do that the or, or nerdy, like, hey, My glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I always get the news reporter. The news reporter voice? But I will tell you this. You are so wrong. I am? You are. Oh, so I should watch this movie then. Let me get into it, right? Okay, throw So it. what happened was, this movie, Dear White People, came out. I think 2015. And white people did not go see it. Uh, a lot of people didn't go see it. It was, it was like a real small budget indie movie. It had like a $4 million budget. Yeah. It was kind of like self-published or whatever. Uh-huh. It's about, it's the movie version of self-publishing your book. It's got Donald Glover in it. No, it doesn't have Donald Glover in it. Oh, well, oops. Anyways. It has a... It doesn't have a big release on theater, but then they put it on Netflix. It's got Kevin Smith in it. No, Kevin Smith is not in it. I'm sure he was part of it. No, <laughs> Kevin Smith is not Michael in Moore it Michael Moore is in it. No. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. No. Al Roker. No, man. You got any more? Carl Malone. <laughs> Carl Malone. 
No, bro. Magic Johnson. So, all right. This movie comes out. It comes out. Keith uh, Heffernagel. Uh, uh, limited release, and then it goes on Netflix, and that's where I see it, right? Yeah. And I got to admit, I was like, I'll give it a shot. It's got a lot of good people in there. I like, it's got the kid from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. That The Chris kid. It's got uh, Tessa Thompson. She plays one of the main people. It's got the Allstate guy. It's got one of the guys, one of the white dudes from Red State. The okay. One, I think it's the one that got, uh, that gets away with the girl. Well, none of them really get away, but the one who gets the furthest away from yeah. the, um, the crazy people. Before the, before the Sirens of God play. Yeah. So John Goodman's like, oh my God. <clears throat> the movie comes out. It does a little thing. It does a little thing. Nobody really watches it. Well, then Netflix picks it, picks it up for a series. And then they put out this trailer, this little teaser trailer, and it's got Dear White People, uh, you know, stop, uh, it's something about uh, their Halloween costumes, you can dress as this slutty nurse, uh, you can't dress like me, this black girl, or whatever. Yeah. And that's, and then it kind of like cuts black, it's like 30 seconds, and people were losing their mind about this, right? All these people on the right who cry and oh, who make fun of social war uh, like SJWs yeah. for blowing stuff out of proportion and crying about this stuff and they're like oh this is white genocide they always want to put the white man down I can't believe this garbage it's like 30 seconds man and people were doing like 30 minute videos about this is an epidemic problem that's been going on for far too long it's never came out and I looked at it. The guy who's writing... You need to check your pronouns, dog. <laughs> the guy who's writing it is the same dude who wrote the movie. So they still yeah. got the same guy. And I can't speak for the TV show. It's, Tyler Perry's not, nowhere in this. No, they that's that's the, what the clip's from. He does not like Tyler Perry. That's good, because Tyler Perry is a douche. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. But I did like him in Star Trek as one of the admirals. Didn't he get killed in that? Always trying to keep the black man down. <laughs> Even in space. <laughs> space? Oh. But it's a really good, like, you know how movies have, like, uh, like this one you would definitely feel like it would have a, a lean to it, like a preachy, like in I, your face, like, I hate racism this. is wrong, white people, you need to step it up kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't, bro. It doesn't. I watched it. There's no... <clears throat> There's no one character. It's not going to make me feel stupid. No, dude. What's so great about it is that... Because every time I watch like a like an episode of Martin or something, or anytime they put a white person in there, he's like stupid as shit. Yeah. Knowing that like Martin has you know white friends that are funny and smart... Oh, you talking about the WB, the way WB treat white people? Yeah, <laughs> on like House of Pain or, or something. Anything, like, yeah, anything, I don't know, I know what you're little, talking about. Any type of little BT movie or whatever, right? Yeah, or or like with the haves and the have-nots. You yeah, know, that, they make like John. <laughs> that's what I'm dude. saying. That's what I thought it was going to be too, and that's what I was expecting. That either either white people are really evil, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or really stupid, <laughs> yeah, or there's the ones who. Uh, or, or they're, or they're well meaning. Digger. They're well meaning. They're gold diggers. <laughs> no, no. They're well meaning, or but 
They just don't know what's going down. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like that saying that you get sometimes. Like it's a it's a really it's a conscious song. You don't know what they're talking about. Like really, like I don't understand what words are. That's a conscious album, buddy. Yeah, this movie's not like that, dude. I think I know what he's talking about. I think I know that the FBI did raid him, and he was pissed because he built a house that was gigantic in the South. And he built it in a predominantly white neighborhood. And as he was leaving to go do shows and stuff, the neighbors thought he was selling drugs. Yeah, which is kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got what he was talking about. <laughs> I still don't think that's a conscious album. Are you <laughs> the J. Cole for yeah. the people who don't know what he's talking about? The new J. Cole album. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But that's just, never mind, I don't want to get into that. Let me talk about this. <laughs> the perfect example of a preachy movie, especially one about race, was uh, the best one I could come up with. You remember that movie Crash? With uh, Oh, man, that was a good movie. No, that was not a good movie. That is an awful movie. It is an awful movie, but it's good. <laughs> no, it's we not. Had to, we had to watch that in a police academy class. That movie sucked balls. It, it ham-fistedly handled race relations. And everybody, yeah, it was so terrible and so like on the nose and so preachy. Dear white people is not like that at all. There's no one good character. Everybody is horrible. Yeah, not only are they horrible, they're hypocrites. They uh, they sell out, and they have some redeeming qualities to them. So it's like a human being, like um, movies are supposed to be. And it's got the three stories. You got this one girl, Sam. She runs this show. Yeah. At this it's at this predominantly white college, right? Yeah. And this girl Sam has a show called Dear White People, where she does stuff like uh, there was one that was talking about how uh, only having one white friend <laughs> kind of makes you racist or st- makes you racist now. So you got to get another black friend besides your weed dealer Tyrone. Yeah. And that'll be the end of the thing. Like these little tiny rants that she does. Anyways, she uh, she starts. Uh, she goes to run for the head of this black house, like yeah. black fraternity or whatever. But there's not many black people on the right at the college. And they got this other guy. I think his name is Troy. He's like the dean's kid, and yeah. the dean is black. He's the Allstate guy. Yeah. You got those three characters. Then you got this other girl. He's also the president on 24. Right, yeah, Palmer. Then you got this other girl named Coco, who's like a... uh, Why'd they give him... Well, she calls herself Coco because she's got like an African-sounding name. Yeah. They call her a... What what do they call her? Nose job. (laughs) That's like a... I can't remember what... There's like one that's called Keeping It 100, and uh, another one is like a nose job, and then there's some other one. Yeah. And it's basically how to fit in with white people. One of them you don't. You just keep it 100 all the time. Kind of like... The nose job is you, like, getting a nose job because your big black like nose what, scares people. So you get like a nose what, job. what uh, Lil' Kim did to herself. Right. Put the powder on the skin and all that stuff. Anyways... Oh, shit. Lil' Kim looks horrible now. <clears throat> yeah, she looks rough. Sometimes I just go back and look at that old album cover. What happened to you, little kid? Yeah, she was so hot. She went the way of Michael Jackson. That shit's gonna fall off pretty soon. She had to put a fake nose in there. <laughs> and then you got and uh, Nicki Minaj is going that way too now. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. 
Maybe she should watch Dear White People. But then you got whatchamacallit, uh, the Everybody Hates Chris guy. Yeah. Who's a gay black dude. So he's playing a gay man now? He's playing a gay black dude in the show, right? And they all kind of like, you know, Sam is the militant black person, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, F. Whitey and all this stuff. But she's banging a white dude. Oh. Who's in her film class. Who's like the T.A. And she's keeping it on the low because... It's like, I can't she's got, Yeah, it, she's got to keep her image yeah, I'm in love with a white man. <laughs> Uh, the Troy guy is dating a white girl, and, uh, let's see, yeah, and she's kind of like, she'll like say some racist stuff every once in a while, like the well-meaning white person who thinks they're down or yeah. whatever, but they kind of cross the line, and he'll just like let it go and stuff like that, but even though, and then Sam will be like, oh, you need to speak up about this, blah, 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 and then you got uh, David Palmer dealing with, uh, he's got the guy who was on the board, he's a white dude. Yeah. His kid is that white guy from Red State. Yeah. And that white kid, he's part of the own his own fraternity, and they have like a kind of like the National Lampoon, their version of it. Yeah. Called, the... Where they do like funny stuff and write articles and everything oh, like yeah. that. Like a paper, like a sat, satirical a, paper. A satire. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Got you. And the uh, gay black kid, gay Chris. <laughs> gay Everybody Loves Chris. He starts working for uh, a newspaper with these other gay people. Or this gay dude who's like the head editor. Yeah. And, you know, they all just try to fit in. But they're all like human people. And, like, it was the closest thing I could think of that the handle racist well was like, do the right thing. Did it feel like... Instead of like, driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like driving Miss Daisy? No, dude. Yeah, No. I think... Oh, Miss Daisy, you can't say that. <laughs> I think... I think uh, in another lifetime, Miss Daisy and uh, her her manservant driver, <laughs> yeah, that's Morgan Freeman, would have been married. He's a chauffeur. Is this old white woman around while she says racist <laughs> things? But I believe that he. I loved don't her. like the coloreds. But I think he loved her, Miss Daisy. You can't say that, Miss Daisy. I love you very much. I think I think he really loved her. Because near the end of that movie, he's going to visit her in the nursing home and. Hanging out with her. He's like, I would have married you, Miss Daisy. Oh, my Nubian prince. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you give this movie on a rating scale? Like, I thought it was... I I've, I've, i don't usually see people handle race that well. Like, honestly. But it was shot well. The acting was great. What about Cinematography the real was good. TV? Yeah, no, that's that's not a good representation of race relations. <laughs> well, they had the gay Mexican Pedro. Yeah, a token gay guy is not okay. And they always had a black guy. They had Heather B. Heather B. She spun into a nice career. Yeah. Puck. Who's the guy who became a wrestler? Which one was that? The Miz. Yeah. Or was he on Road Rules? I think he was on, I don't know, one of them. Nah, who cares? Christina Pazinski. I thought it was a really good show. Life was... Part of the Road Rules gang. But what was so crazy was the people making these videos about this show, there was an even-handed, the closest, like, even-handed response I saw, like, on a racial movie, or movie about race, and they never even brought it up. Like, they never even dug enough, dug deep enough to find out that there was a movie that this is based on. They just saw Dear White People... And they jump to conclusions the exact same way that the people on the left do. So they're no different. They're all crabby, special snowflakes. 
And I'm glad everybody can see it now. <coughs> you need to toughen up. You want to yell at these people, you need to toughen up. Yeah, I know. Quit being a big See, baby. I'm not... I'll watch uh, black movies sometimes. But it's not like a staple in my life to sit there and watch like Friday After Next or... Juice. Why, why don't you just say Friday? Friday's the best Friday. Not, no. You think Friday after next is better than Friday? Yeah. No, dude. I like when they go to that strip mall. Next Friday was better than the no, Friday I, after I like, next. No, I like the strip mall one because that's <laughs> when that little pimp comes up with the... He has like the... Yeah, Cat Williams. Yeah, Cat Williams shows up and he's running that strip mall. No, he wasn't running the strip mall. He had a store at the strip mall. You don't even know what <laughs> the Arab, The Arab guy ran the strip mall, and they were like security for him. Yeah. Top flight security of the world, Craig. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, and I love All About the Benjamins. Yeah, All About the Benjamins is a good movie. I like that movie. <laughs> I think what else... I like, uh... Well, even Mendez look good in that movie. I know you don't like her. I like that movie with, uh... I like the movie with, with Eddie Murphy as a vampire. Vampire <laughs> in Brooklyn. I love that, that movie. That show gets way too many shout-outs <laughs> on this... On, the, on this channel. I love that movie. I love Vampire in Brooklyn. You know what's a good one? It doesn't get enough love. Blank Man and Meteor Man. What about Metro. Metro, I think, is an underrated movie. It's got it's got your boy Michael Rappaport. Yeah, it's got rap in there, and it's got Eddie Murphy when he's got the twists. Yeah, and he's a, a negotiator. Yeah, that was a good movie. What about is these is this our version of our black friends? <laughs> Some people think we're down <laughs> for black movies. What? Well, here's another black movie that I like. I can't be racist. I watch black movies. <laughs> I like. I, I own so you know many really, black movies. You know what I really loved was Money Train. Money Train's a good movie. Wesley Snipes and his half brother Woody Harrelson. No nah, man, the best movie. Oh those, wait, best Four movie. Those, the best movie with those two is White Man Can't Jump. You didn't like it, Money Train. No, I'm not saying it's a bad his brother, movie. Because Woody Harrelson is Jump the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. He's like, man, I shouldn't be robbing this train. But, you know, whatever, dude, I got to. And then he's like, man, I got to save my brother. <laughs> he's like, but I also got to get J-Lo's pants. Was that J-Lo? Yeah. She played like a... Well, I'm thinking oh, you of, remember? I'm thinking of Rosie part, Perez because oh, part of that movie where they, White Man Can't Jump. Like, they were, they were trying to find the guy that was putting gasoline in the... Spraying gasoline in the uh, the ticket booth, people, and he'd set them on fire. Money train? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since because they were detectives. Woody Harrelson, and they're trying to catch the people that were. He was like a serial arsonist, right? He'd burn them up in the ticket booth. And then that's when Woody Harrelson got the idea of like... <laughs> Why are you, you know, doing the whole plot of this movie? What? <laughs> we believe you saw Money Trip. <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> you're such da- a good movie. <laughs> you're down, Stucky. We believe you. You know what else? You know another movie I liked? Uh, the Cowboy Way. I've never seen that. 
with Woody Harrelson in that one, and they go to New York to save a Puerto Rican girl, a Mexican Puerto Rican girl from being enslaved by these people. And it's got Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson in it. It's two white guys. We're getting off track. Yeah, but he shows up, and like this fashion designer falls in love with Woody Harrelson because he's a cowboy. And then you see like this billboard the next day with him and Calvin Klein underwear. And Kiefer Sutherland's like, oh, he's supposed to be rodeo and something <laughs> like that. All right. <laughs> okay. Maybe we got off a little point. No, you got off. Uh, I'm talking about the plot of Money Train. And I started talking about Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Juice was a good movie. Juice is a really good movie. Uh, Menace of Society. Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents is really good. Boys in the Hood. Yep, Cubie Goody. Cube was... Cube, man. Cube is really good in that movie. Ricky! <laughs> I do like Friday when Zeus knocks a, knocks him out. He knocked out a lot of people in that movie. And Chris Tucker goes over there and screams. And that guy with the jerry curl that pulls up to to get his money from Chris Tucker. Will you help me get my bike back? <laughs> Man, I'm hot. <laughs> Putty Tang. You want some of this too, old man? <laughs> I love, uh, no. <laughs> I love that movie, Putty Tang. Yeah, Putty uh, Tang's good. Coming to America. But I don't think Putty Tang gets enough love from the black community. No, they don't. A side I take. Camp of town. Tippy Tide. My Damie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything good about that movie. Yeah, you got Chris Rock in there. He plays the daddy, and then he dies and comes back and he's a friend. Wasn't he in a vision as like a stalk of corn or something? Yeah. <laughs> Put it. You gotta go back. I like when he when he beats up Dirty D and sends him to the washer. Yeah, I forgot Dirty. And he comes out. He comes out and he's all pristine, pimp looking. I forgot Dirty D was the guy from uh, The Wire who worked with Carcetti and the other guy Frog. Is Bodie from the wire? <laughs> like he just Louis C.K. just went to the wire and started picking out people. I was watching Silver Street last night before I had to go do my run, mm. and the old man that played in The Shining, uh, Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers is in Silver Street as the train. He takes the tickets. The porter? Yeah, he's the porter. And then I started to think, like, man, he played Hong Kong Fooey. Mm -hmm. He played jazz from Transformers. Yeah. This guy's a national treasure. Yeah, scat man. Let's see, he's been killed. He caught, a, he caught an axe in the Kubrick yeah, movie? Yeah, he got killed by uh, <laughs> Old Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> Why is your phone always going off? Why, why can't you just put your phone huh? on silent? Have you ever heard my phone go off? It was. I, I, you know, <laughs> We're almost 50 shows in. Huh? You can't put your phone on I silent? Did. I did. I put it on silent, man. Oh, my God. Oh, we got to hear all these crazy noises. Predator language. <laughs> Larry David. And now you got one that's like a 7-Eleven convenience store opening. Ding! Ding! <laughs> What is wrong with you? All you got to do is put it on vibrate. 
I did. Oh my lord! Look, man. Yeah, after this podcast is already over, we already heard all your sounds. So now you're gonna put it on silent. It's on silent. Oh wait, it wasn't. Oops. Of course it's not. We just heard it. What do you mean? I thought it was, man. All right, tell them what we got. We got something very special. Yeah, we do have something very special. We finally got an email. Oh. One email. Oh. It's from Brian Taylor. Oh. He said, I saw this article and thought of you too. We'll find this interesting. If you're searching for something, you may want to talk about it. Yeah, man, we can knock out a couple minutes before we do the plugs. Let's, yeah. let's get it. What's he say? Your second biggest fan, Brian T. You know what's funny? As we said, third on the other one. Yeah. And I like how he's he already, I like he's how he jumped. He yeah. is the second yeah. biggest fan. We think I have a bronze medal? I don't think so. I'm at least a silver. Well, he, was, he sent us an article about... Why isn't the horror movies... I like his initiative. Go ahead. Horror movies are not put in the Oscars like they should be. Like, they, you you iterated that to me on the phone the other day, but talking about how they are. They are, But yeah. they're like for the FX or this and that. Kind of like when they gave that honorary Oscar to, to Heath Ledger after he died. No, man, look. I pulled it up. <clears throat> These just uh, the ones I, I I didn't even really have to look hard. You got American Werewolf from London. That one's a great won. movie. Best makeup, of course. But hold on, you got the fly. That one best makeup. A lot of them were best makeup. But, but I mean, it's, it's not given like, like just Goldblum. Oh, you said best. Well, hold actor. on. Misery. Uh, what's your McCallum one? Uh, what's your Kathy Bates? James Conn and when shit. Kathy Bates won though. Yeah, well, why not James Conn? He's the one that had to sit in that bed and get <laughs> yeah. All he, had, with, all he had to do was lay in that bed. Get hammered with a sledgehammer on his ankles. <laughs> they didn't really do it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That was a gruesome scene. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> his legs fall over. <laughs> I'll take care of you, honey. Uh, aliens, that one, uh, special effects and best editing and all that stuff. I think he's talking about why can't these movies get the Oscar Oscar, not like... You're talking about like best picture. Yeah, best picture. Why do they get passed over? Uh, a lot, some of them were in the running. Jaws was in the running. Yeah, because that scared the whole country. That's what I'm saying. It was a, it was a B-movie slasher, a uh, B-movie horror. Dun-dun. Like a B-horror movie. dun I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. Look, look. The Exorcist got uh, uh, one for like I think it was like best screenplay. So that's like a legit one. That's legit. Yeah. It's not best picture, but it's legit. Rosemary's Baby. I can't remember what that one won for. But like Silence of the Lambs, that one, I think it was nominated for best picture. Yeah. But you know Anthony Hopkins won, and then you know all it won a bunch of awards, like yeah. three of them. So I think, uh, I think the the reason they don't win is because when they're really good, when horror movies are really good and done well, we just call them thrillers. Yeah. Like, what constitutes a horror movie? Is it a body count? Is it how much blood? Suspense. Yeah, suspense. Is it buckets of blood and guts? Because if you if that's the case, you got seven. <laughs> people don't yeah. call that a horror movie. Or, uh... Are people people don't even think Silence of the Lambs could be considered a horror movie. 
But it is but in horror. Section. I always say like psychological thrillers. Like Stephen King's It. That's not as good as those movies. Stand. Oh, Misery, that's Stephen King. So he's in there. Yeah. Just not for It. I think that's Shining. Was, I think that was a TV movie, right? Or was that a movie movie? The Stand was a TV movie. Misery was a movie movie that came out. They never gave Kubrick any love, man. So I thought The Shining got something. Nah. Never? They never gave Kubrick any love, dude. Not even for 2001 Space Odyssey? <laughs> no, they were saying it was just like a... A lot of people panned it. They were like, this is awful. Because like, that was kind of a thriller, too. That robot did not care about nobody in that ship. It was, you know, what's so great about that movie? It's like uh, Hal Nine Thousand does not care. Yeah, it like turned into a horror movie, like slowly. Like it's robot does not like me. Yeah, because it like starts out with them finding that monolith, and it's like, and you're like, oh man, what's going on here? You see those, uh, uh, those like cavemen (laughs) hitting it. (laughs) No, the cave it didn't it didn't it didn't do that with the cavemen because they revered it. They treated it like it was, like God. But then the people in space, they space. got <laughs> they got around and they were taking pictures like, hey, look at what we found, look at what we did. And then it's like, oh yeah? Oh man. Yeah, man. But I think, I think horror movies are just horror movies. When we think of them, we think of them like romantic comedies. They're so just, would Quick Change be a romantic comedy? <clears throat> I think it falls in the same category as... The horror. I can't get a good definition of what it is. Now, he, you said he said something about The Witch. Yeah. Which I think that one should have been... But a lot of people were saying The Witch wasn't even a horror movie. I, I watched that movie. It was kind of freaking scary. Because <laughs> of the goats. <laughs> not just the and goat. The witches. Not just the goat, but the whole atmosphere of it. Like, when they're walking in that forest, mm-hmm. and it's like almost dusk, and that little kid's out there with that musket, and he's getting tracked down by that, that witch... And then she just kidnaps him. It was a freaky. It was a freaky movie. So, I think the reason they don't do that, I don't think they don't. Call is this them. Uh, this could be the same as saying like when the people get when people get pissed off about like Denzel Washington not getting the Oscar or this and that. No, I think it's a I think it's a perception problem. Like because they're like no black people are getting Oscars this year. What are you talking about? A lot of people because you remember they they. They boycotted the Oscars and the Grammys and stuff. Oh yeah, they made up for it this year. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think there's only chance one. The rapper got like a Grammy. Yeah, I think he got for, three. Yeah, for best album and all this other stuff. And then no, he didn't win best album. It was a uh, Adele. And then she proceeded to prostrate herself <laughs> before a pregnant Beyonce, saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Beyonce." I think she like. But what I'm saying is, I think like, she like broke her Grammy in half, like King Solomon <laughs> split it in half and gave it to her. What I'm saying is, like, since that, since since like a, a lot of people boycotted the the Oscars last year, you could say the same thing about these horror movies. Like, I don't know if it correlates though. I think it's just a perception. You think of horror movies, you think of B movies. Because I know Don Cheadle has got some Oscars. Mm, I don't think so. You don't think Don for Hotel no, 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 Wanda? No, I don't know if he won for that. I think it won like it might have won like best picture, best screenplay. Denzel's had has gotten it got a damn. Oscar. He, he he only got one for Training Day. But I mean, I know they people want them. Who black people? Yes, yeah, black people want them. I think Morgan Sydney Poitier. 
I think Morgan Freeman won it for Glory. Morgan Freeman's won one every year just for, for being Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Hold on, what was the thing you asked me about? Uh, Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Wonder if he got he he should have got an Oscar for being Miles Davis. I still <laughs> haven't seen, seen that. that. Yeah, I want to see that, dude. Watch it so bad. I was going to say about 2001. The only person that liked it and thought it was a masterpiece was a very young, <laughs> skinny Roger Ebert. <laughs> Back when he was a young lad, he was like, "This movie is a masterpiece, and the whole world will know." I don't see any rewards. But yeah, that's what I think about the horror movies, man. I think it's just like when a horror movie is done right and it turns into a good movie, like Rosemary's like Baby. Like the Blair Witch. Uh, yeah. That was the first really good horror movie for film but footage. See, but see, even with stuff like that, when it happens, then they start cannibalizing that style and then it just like deludes it. Yeah, like the... Like, the paranormal activity, all that shit. Yeah, even if they don't, uh, and if they don't, like, one, paranormal activity, two, <clears throat> paranormal activity, eight. Yeah, and even if, they, even if they Fast don't. Fast and the Furious, avec, paranormal activity, yeah, I think 20. Even if they don't, uh, cannibalize that style and, like, completely rip it off, then they just drive it into the ground with, like, Saw 8. Or like the first saw was good. Yeah, the first saw was good. Same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, and uh, yeah. uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, because the first Friday the Thirteenth, the mother was the killer. Yeah, and then it just. But I really, my favorite one is when he goes to Manhattan and he punches that guy's head off. See, right off the building. That's what people think when they think of horror movies, though. They think about that campy slasher, and then when he's walking down the road, and when they're done well, they, and they're, I think they turn to thrillers. Those guys are break dancing. That's my. That's my. That's and, my say. And they're like, "What you doing here, sucker?" And they're talking shit to him, and he pulls his mask off, and you see all like the the worms and stuff, and they're like, "Oh!" And they, like they run away. Yeah. yeah, that is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. Is that the one where they electrocuted? He walks in the bottom of the ocean that, all the way to New York. <laughs> Is that the one where they electrocuted him to death? I think so. I thought you turned it off! <laughs> you are a liar. Hit a cheat. <laughs> Alright, liar. Go ahead and... Let's do these plugs. Let's do the plug, hey, so thanks to Brian. That's a plug for Brian Taylor for giving us a good... A uh, good question. Uh, what was the title of his uh, email? Now shut up about this. <laughs> no, the title of the email was... Stop asking this question. The title of the email was something to discuss. <laughs> I was just making a joke. In the <laughs> well, Alright, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, nothing really new this week because I've just been sick. I've been watching a lot of Intervention on Hulu. And somehow I got stuck in a Canadian version of A&E. <laughs> so it's only been Canadian intervention. So all, all these people are like, Oh, I gotta take you to Ottawa. <laughs> I really wish Gina would stop doing all this heroin. She's got a baby. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been watching. I Gina, just, you have to save yourself. Yeah. Do you want to leave? Like the first season, it was mostly... A little bit of America, but then everybody started to sound weirder. And I always, weirder I always thought it was weirder. weird how they'll watch them do drugs, like watch them smoke meth out of a and light bulb. And they're not calling like the law. <laughs> yeah, or not even that. 
Like, I would be afraid of, like, inhaling meth smoke from this <laughs> meth I've been watching, and I've been like, oh my god, because I was so sick laying in that bed over there, and I'd wake up and I was like, is this my life now? Or when some guy <laughs> shoots heroin and passes out on the couch, you don't know if he's alive I know, I know I'm, I know I'm not doing any heroin because I've just got an ear infection, I'm super sick. Yeah. But when I was waking up from these horrible dreams. Yeah. And then seeing, like, some alcoholic lady, like, shaking. Oh, DT in bed? Yeah. Well, they have to drink more and more alcohol to stop the DTs. Yeah, that... Just do your plugs. All right, okay. All right, the only thing I got is Taboo. It's a new show with Tom Hardy on FX. It is The Tits. I will definitely start checking it out when I pay my... Don't lie to me. My, my DirecTV bill. I know you're lying, but you really should check this when out. When I pay my DirecTV bill, I'll watch it on demand. Check it out, man. It's like six episodes in. It's freaking awesome. I'll watch that. And they just let them say the F word. Like, like it's no big deal. Probably because it's on odd signs. But they don't even, like, block it on, uh... Like, they would do it on Mr. Robot, but they would always, like, bleep it. Oh, wait, it's on FX. Yeah. But they don't, they don't bleep you it on FX. You watched Legion, didn't you? Oh yeah, that's another really good one to check out, Legion. I miss that one. It's a trippy mind, you know, mess your mind all up. But uh, it looks pretty cool. So check it out. I'll take Legion. I'll check both of them out. You can also send us questions, whatever, at stickwithstucky at gmail.com. Now you know the email works. So. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we got an email. Thank you again, Brian. You can uh, find me on Twitter. Instagram at Captain Marvel ninety nine. Danger Chris eighty eight. Twitter, Instagram for him. You could also get us on Facebook. Just search Stick with Stucky. You could hit us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Search Sticking with Stucky, or just sticking to Google. Or go to newpodworldorder.com. Find us on Burberry. <laughs> newpodworldorder.com. Newpodworldorder.com. You, you can find us on Podcatcher if you want to do that app. Check it out. Check out all the other shows on our network. That's all we got, man. You know what to do, big dog. Be better. (laughs) Don't get super sick like I did. Chris Chris is going to be super sick next week just because he's sitting next to me, which is going to be fantastic. All I really got to say is Kirk out. You have no idea if I'm your enemy. You have no idea about me. You won't use my pronouns, so I'm pretty sure you're my enemy, yes. Yeah, well, I know you think that, but I don't believe that using your pronouns is going to do you any good in the long run. I think it'll do quite the contrary. What?
getting nooky. I'm not a rookie. I got girls that make that chick Tony Braxton look like Whoopi. I run with 30 clicks. I'm never hitting 30 chicks. Got 35 bodies, buddy. Don't make it 36. Step to this, your good is gone. Word is born. I leave mics torn when I put it on. So put it on, big L. Got more cash than Gotti, you don't know? You better ask somebody. Big L is a crazy brother, and I'm a lady lover. A smooth kid that I run up in your baby mother. I push a slick pins. I'm known to hit skins and get ins and commit sins with sick friends. Cause I'm a money getter, also a honey hitter. You think you nice as me? Haha, <laughs> you's a funny nigga. I flows, so one of my shows wouldn't be clever to miss. I'm leaving competitors missed to tell you the truth, it gets no better than this. I'm catching wreck to the break of dawn. In this song, yo, it's a must that I put it on. Yes. Peace to my peoples, the children of the Lord, cause we put it on, adios, close support. 